Welcome to Beer Queer. My name is B. My name is my. And my name is Andy. And today we are gonna take our listeners through the soft, delicate journey of ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just kidding. No, that's that's not happening today. (laughs) Like start tapping the microphone. Like I'm already falling asleep. I know. No, I can't do this. <laughs> hey everyone! Hi, <laughs> welcome back uh-huh. to the last episode of this season. <laughs> last episode. I can't believe it, honestly. I mean, I can, but I also can't. I don't know. I feel like was this season? Yeah, this season was shot out longer. I think it took us a lot longer to get all the episodes out than uh, for first season because first season we had like way more like consistency with her recording and scheduling yeah. i think there were so many gaps in between that i'm like damn we're still doing this season yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honestly yeah i was like oh yeah yeah this stuff's hard um, this stuff is hard especially when like you have other life shit happening yeah. and this is something that we do like on our free time yeah yeah mm. like shit i moved across the fucking country that made it really really hard to record i'm sorry y'all Sorry, <laughs> we made it work. We're yeah, making it work. Yeah, we're making it work, and I like it. It's work, fun. work, 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 work. <laughs> yeah, no, I think this is fun. Um, I enjoy it. We've had a, I guess this season wasn't too bad. No, it, it was kind of rickety when it came to like consistency. Yeah, um, lessons for next season. Yeah, you season know we're still three. fucking learning. Yeah, first season True. three. Wait, what? True, we are. St- Still totally learning, and, like, the one thing I loved about um, having Beer Queer was that, like, I don't know, I've been kind of trying to figure out how to do this whole thing by myself, basically, Mm -hmm. and it felt really good to be like, well, at least I have something outside of me going to work or outside of me, like, worrying about struggling to look forward to, like a hobby. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it's good to have a hobby, it's good to have friends, and um, it's good to have friends that, you know, are doing really important work, and... I'm proud of you guys, and I'm proud of us for keeping this shit going, and I cannot wait to see what's going to come out for season three. I don't even know. I'm a part of it, and I don't even know. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was your favorite part? Or, I guess, what, what did you enjoy the most that we covered? Who, me? Yeah, you... Oh gosh, my favorite part. Mm, I'm like, what are the episodes? Uh, <laughs> uh, I really liked. I liked the episode where it was just the three of us. I liked the episodes where we did the recap and just the three of us, just because I feel like um, this season, with me being um, like far away, it was a little bit harder when it came to guests because it was like me trying to hear like three different voices, mm-hmm. and also like when recording an episode when I'm not in the room, it. Uh, when recording a podcast and I'm not in the room, it almost makes me feel like I'm listening to a podcast instead of, like, participating in it. Yeah. So I found that, like, this season I was probably a lot more quieter when we had guests on. So I, like, know just three of us because that way I can, like, hear everything clearer. But, like, when there's another person, it's, like, a little bit more, like, straight and trying to hear everything. But I did like the episode with the Imposter Boys because they're just fucking mm. great and a lot of fun. And yeah. um, I learned a lot. Um. And then, yeah, that's, yeah, that was, uh, 
I feel like as far as like the progression of the show, I feel like it's getting where where we locked off like with the with like the audio thing and with me moving and like you know not being able to get everything out in time because I had like some real life shit and we all did. Mm-hmm. I think the content has gotten a lot better and then also like the the delivery like the you were really great like you held the you held the fucking thing down so did you might and like the editing has been so good too and i'm just so proud of you guys i wish i could give you all thank you oh thanks for the gas up no you no you (laughs) no you're great no you're great (laughs) no yeah and i really appreciate you and and you we working with us and delegating with us oh it's been wonderful <laughs> it has been no it has welcome to our asmr <laughs> i'm going home <laughs> welcome to our asmr podcast <laughs> is that actually a thing do people have asmr i shouldn't even ask no like i'm everything. almost positive I'm almost positive that people do. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like those like uh, putty, yeah, um, things videos people make. That like, lady that like eats pickles. I love the sound of the crunching. I don't know. Why. I love her. I also love the one where she like wore long like acrylic nails and like tapped on her computer. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why it's so fucking satisfying. Or like. There's this Instagram I've been following where it's like this machine that comes down and like squishes things. Oh, the hydro. Um, yeah, yes. yeah, like it's the like hydro a Russian pump. dude. Uh, no, it's, it's not a guy, but it's like an actual like pump. It looks like a hydro pump that has like, but, holes. but that puts the stuff inside. Yeah. Like he's like, we're gonna smash this thing today. Oh, so it probably is ran by a Russian dude. Yeah, but it, but it's like a pump, right? Yeah. And- it's like a hydraulic, squishes, yeah, it squishes shit. Oh, that's so satisfying yeah. to watch. I could watch that shit if for y'all hours. Like that, if y'all like that squishing shit, there's this one YouTube uh, channel I follow where they take like this like thousand degree like hot metal ball and just drop it with stuff to see how it explodes. Oh. It's good. <gasps> I think I know. Oh, I need like, to watch be like, that. They'll be like this uh, flaming red ball, and it's gonna be uh, thrown into a glass full of eggs, and it like cooks the eggs really quickly, and then the whole glass explodes, and it is very satisfying. Mm, I need to check that one out. I like to watch mm-hmm. cooking, cooking videos on Tasty. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's this person's voice is just really soothing. Mm-hmm. She just like explains things and like how to properly season a. Uh, skillet, a cast iron skillet. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, like, how are you supposed to cut your vegetables? <laughs> <laughs> so, we're not going to talk about Pride, we're going to talk about ASMR for this episode. <laughs> yeah, this was the Pride episode, but I think that we're getting a lot Oh, yeah, more happy, Pride happy, happy Pride, everyone. Happy Yay! Pride! It's Pride Month. I get paid. I get what I want. Pay me for every single time you misgender me. <laughs> Pay me for. Um, nothing. Just Kalani, sit on my face. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, what I'm was joking. it? Yesterday, my friend came over, and then we were trying to like figure out 
what kind of pizza we want to order or something. And I was like, it's Pride Month. I do what I want. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he was trying, he's like such a people pleaser, bless his heart. And we were trying to figure out what pizza we wanted. And I was like, well, I want this. He's like, okay. And I was like, what do you want? He's like, whatever you want. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's Pride Month. I do what I want, but I need you to make a decision. <laughs> I mean, if you want to. <laughs> um so yeah like we wanted to talk about pride yeah. and how you know we feel about pride what pride means to us sort of the history about pride and we also have a question from a guest that we will answer um towards the end of the episode mm-hmm. um but yeah when we before we dive into all that i wanted to sort of talk a little bit about again the history of pride if we want to start on that yeah I guess my first, before like searching what pride was or mm-hmm. whatever, I was just like, oh, it's just a huge party thing for for gay people to go to. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like this this thing, this parade. I didn't really understand the history of it or mm-hmm. anything. But first, yeah. it was a, a riot, a yeah, protest. Yeah, from the Stonewall riots, yeah. Yes. Um, so basically, uh-huh. like, I was watching, like, documentaries and, like, reading up on shit last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, so in the 1950s and the 60s, um, it was like homosexuality was still illegal in almost all states. And there's a lot of anti-gay yeah. legislation. Like I dress like masculine at work and my supervisor has told me before, like, yeah, back in the day, you would have been arrested for cross-dressing. So it's shit like that, that not that long ago is illegal to be even out like presenting as your true self or living your truth right yeah um and so it was to my understanding that back in the day um police would come in and raid gay bars but like they would come in and they would you know take everyone's ids and a lot of these ids were fake to my understanding Mm -hmm. um and then you know if they suspected that you were gay then they would like or like or like if you're a lesbian but dress more masculine they would get like women cops and take them to the bathroom and actually frisk them to see if they were actually a quote unquote woman. I'm just like, gross, yeah. right? Like, get out of here mm-hmm. with that shit. And so at some point, like, you know, enough was enough, right? Enough was a fucking enough. Yeah. And I'm giving a very like watered down, too long, didn't read version of like everything that I, you know, looked up. But. <clears throat> It was like the night of June 28th, 1969 is when the cops came in, did, you know, their raid. And that's when all the drag queens. At a, at a gay bar. Yeah, at a gay bar. It was, it was um, at Stonewall. All the drag queens, all Christmas the gays, Street. lesbians. Yeah. But yes, it it was at Stonewalls when they were coming in. This is when the riots were happening. But yeah, like Christopher Street, like was becoming like a shit show. Yeah. Because, like, you know. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I mean, shit's showing in the sense of like everyone started coming up and be like they were going to fight back. So it's just a lot of chaos that was happening, right? Um, so when the cops came in and raided, um, you know, all the marginalized communities that would hang out at Stonewall were like, "Fuck this!" And so they fought back. Mm-hmm. And so it's to my understanding that Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera and another handful of of people there were one of the first to fight like physically fight back against the police yes Mm -hmm. um and so in and because of stonewall like you know 
the aftermath of Stonewall, Sylvia Rivera and Marsha P. Johnson were these really big proponents of um, at, for rights for what's the word I'm looking for? Trans people of color. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like they founded, what was it? I have it written down here. They founded the gay. Um, it was the activist alliance. E, that was Rivera, I think. Hold on, I did definitely write um, this down. Um, let's see. Do do. Yeah. So she was a founding oh. member of the Gay Liberation Front. Yeah, that one. And then she co-founded Star with Sylvia Rivera. And excuse me for this outdated language, but Star stood for Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries, and it was an organization that was meant to help um, queer and trans uh, people Pierce, of color. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and to and I actually read somewhere that Rivera and and uh, Johnson were sex workers to help sort of um found, like help out these individuals. Yeah. Because part of what they did too is help give them <coughs> housing and to pay for their rent they would, you know, they did what they had to do. And it's kind of like one of these things where it's like, you know, these really, really important figures in LGBT history mm-hmm. kinda of get washed away. Like they are fucking badasses, right? And Absolutely. that's kind of like my yeah, like that's kind of like my qualms I have with Pride in itself. That's like, you know, a year after Stonewall is when they did their first Pride parade, mm-hmm. right? So it was like in 1970 when they, I think, is when they had their first like actual parade, right? I heard like, that the uh, first pride. parade was actually like a funeral march to like commemorate uh, like all the other like, um, like uh, gays, lesbian, and uh, trans people that were like yeah. killed um, from either like suicide or just police brutality yeah. and are you talking about like a year later or i know mm-hmm. that, that yeah that... a year later after stonewall okay like, pride wasn't um usually a, a parade where everyone was like having fun it was actually like you know oh, yeah, yeah, silence yeah, yeah. and like yeah. you know coming to pay their respect yeah, to yeah, the, like um, the yeah, dead but <clears throat> yeah it was like i wasn't yes. trying to sing away like oh my god you're later they're like let's party but yeah um and actually i read somewhere too that in 1973 um what was it? It was Marsha P. Johnson and Rivera were told that they couldn't participate in the march because they were like, quote unquote, drag queens would give us a bad name. And I'm like, really, y'all? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. it was both of them. I definitely know that was the case with Sylvia Rivera. I'm pretty sure it was also the case with Marsha P. Johnson. Though. Yeah. Um, There's a bunch of people. Right. Right. And so my qualms with pride is that it's kind of like, yes, this is a celebration of being out. And we have to thank these, like, you know, these youth and people who are pushed out of their own homes, right? Back in the 50s and 60s, I mean, 70s, right? Mm-hmm. It's because of them, plus people like Marsha P. Johnson, Sylvia Rivera, that we can be unapologetically out and fabulous, mm-hmm. right? But people don't remember the, of where we came from. Like, that's kind of, like, my whole thing about Pride. That's, like, it's become this party of, like, yeah, we should definitely celebrate because it's great. We're out and we're proud and we're queer and we're here. But, like, I think that, you know, like what I'm reiterating, I'm having a hard time explaining in words, I think, is that don't forget your roots. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, completely. I feel like Pride, um, even though it is amazing to see everyone in one place and see everyone, like, celebrating their life, I feel like Mm -hmm. there should be a point where we uh, do have 
part where we do educate people and um, exactly where 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 this all started and how it all yeah. started. And then I feel like maybe I don't know. Last time I went to Pride, it just seemed really like commercialized and there were booths but there were booths uh that were yeah. like either for community local community stuff which were, was great and then they also were like also trying to sell people things mm-hmm. and i feel like um you know have your party if you want to have your party but i feel like the beginning of pride like if you go like during the day should be for strictly educational purpose like there should be like memorial memorials to um you know queer our queer brothers and sisters like past and present that are gone now there should be like history lessons of how it started there should be things about like sex education and how to do that there should be things about actually maybe even um coming together to actually like lobby to get Mm -hmm. rules changed because we're kind of going a little bit backwards now and it's like it's okay in some places to openly discriminate against uh, people that yeah. are queer or that are gay, like, you know, um, when it comes to either the job force or, like, different places you can kick them out. And I feel like the reason why that stuff is happening and why it's so easy to get that pass is because they have the numbers to say, like, oh, no, we're all uncomfortable. So I feel like maybe if Pride uh, kind of focused on that and would be like, hey, if you're gay mm-hmm. and you have a free time um, on next Saturday, if you come down to the court and we can all, like, lobby to get this thing, like, reversed and make it so it's illegal to be an asshole, that'd be great. And then we can party, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of work could be done at Pride if we set a aside the whole um like capitalist commercial thing for it because at the end of the day I think the difference between what we what you people in the past I can't say we because I wasn't there but the people um the queer people in the past did versus what we did now is Mm -hmm. like they got together and they're like we're all a community what can we do to change things and now we're like we're all a community we're all here to party Mm -hmm. and I feel like we would get so much more done if we focused on what we can do to make it right for our brothers and sisters instead of just celebrating like yeah celebrate yeah be proud but there's still a lot of work to be done especially with that fucking Cheeto in the office but you know I'm not gonna go there right now yeah. Cheeto and <laughs> Yeah. I think um for pride I've I've had a, a lot of qualms about it and I've grown to accept the reality that it is going to be commercialized cuz we do live in a capitalist society. Mm-hmm. Um that's inevitable. You can't escape that. Um but like you said it's just navigating that correctly, teaching yeah. people, you know, whatever but also at the same time it's like you do have these huge organizations that support pride um but also actively at the same time will you know repress us yeah um like putting money wherever or where you know like Against right, they anti- put rainbow stickers on their stuff. They get us to buy it because it's cute, and then they take that money yeah. and they give it back to the corporations that hate us. But also, we have to remember that there are maybe some gay people working within that company. You know, like maybe yeah. they're the ones who's like, I, I, I need representation. There isn't any even in this company, and our mm-hmm. company doesn't give any kind of representation at all. So that one person in the marketing team. Or, you know, mm-hmm. that one person wherever within that company is like, 
let's try to do this. You know, like, I guess we also have to give time for people to, yeah. to come around to be like, hey, we are fucking people. You yeah. Know? And, like, I'd like to think that we are getting to a point where um, people are trying to get better. Um, like, I went to an event, and it was, like, a event where corporations came. They're like, how do we make the workplace more inclusive? And there were corporations there that I didn't think that I would ever see in this kind of, like, space, right? And, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, my God, like, this is so good. Like, you are here, and you're here for the queer people. Like, I don't want to do that. But I'm like, okay, like, if they're bringing two, or pe- two people from XYZ Corporation to this thing, maybe they're, they're trying to make those steps. Um, for me, personally, it's kind of like I can give enough patience and compassion as much as possible, but you have to be willing to try and do the work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, for example, an easy example is when people misgender me, right? Like, I get that it happens, and people are still in this whole thing of, like, they like they can understand what man-woman is within the binary, right? Um, but anything out of the binary, they're like, what? What is that? Right? So it's like, I've had to have this conversation before with people, like, hey, like, by the way, they, them are my pronouns, right? And then they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, I can give you as much space to let you fuck up, right? But you need to just try a little bit harder. Yeah. Like, my patience can only go so far. So that's basically mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is that, like, I think that we are get, getting there. It's just still going to take a while. And, and yeah. I think that's unrealistic for us to think that's going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. And it's as tiring as it is. It, yeah, to, like, it is tiring. You know, consistently remind people or, you know, sometimes we just don't want to deal with it. And you don't have to. Yeah. You really don't have absolutely to. Absolutely not. You don't have to. Um, you're allowed to do whatever you want. You know? Yeah. Like if you want to not talk to this person anymore because of this specific reason after telling them consecutively that, you know, they're, they're fucking up. They're yeah. messing up. Like, yeah, you absolutely are within your right to be like, all right, well, bye. Yeah. Dude, get out of here. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. You know? But, like, going back to Pride, um, you know, at my job, I have to help coordinate or float. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm doing it with in mind with what the youth want for the float. And my little heart was, like, singing because they were like, yeah, we want to do, like, prize or protest, like, last year. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, what exactly do you want to do, right? And they're like, we really want to commemorate the Stonewall riots and, like, find a way to, like, reflect on the flow and maybe talk about how so many black trans women are still being killed each year. Yeah. And I was just like, the kids are all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome that they want to yeah. give recognition mm-hmm. to that. So I'd like to think that if we're not doing it, at least generation before us are trying to do some work here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before us? After us? After us. Sorry. Mm-hmm. The generation yeah, before us. Yeah, like, honestly, as much as, like, teenagers scare me, I feel like they've been, like, so woke and they have, like, all of this capacity to understand things, like, before I did. Like, yeah. Like, I feel like where I had to, like, learn and grow up and unlearn that. These kids can just Google stuff and be like, how to not how to be, like, you know, emotionally stable and, like, where did this actually come from and where did this, like, <clears throat> How you know, do you start? not suck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's really awesome to know that, you know, yeah, the younger generation, um, they 
will like they refuse to have like you know the history of pride you know whitewashed or make it seem like it was something that just kind of started out of nowhere and it's just always a party i think that's really really cool that they think that that's like you know the focal point it because it is um Mm -hmm. yeah the kids are all right yeah the kids are fucking all Mm -hmm. right and i want to there's also other places i want to give recognition to um yeah like other places that do also have a pride and then have like an anti-pride thing, but that's obviously organized by two different people. Um, in DC, I know they had one last year, mm-hmm. and in Chicago. I think there's a different pride parade here too. I think so. There's the main pride here. Yeah, there's the main pride. Um, I don't know if there's an anti-pride. I don't know if there's an anti-pride, but I know I think there's like another sub. Pride parade that like a new one recently. One of our uh, listeners what? brought that up to us. Oh, really? In in the woodlands. Oh yeah, in the woodlands. That would be the only other one because I think that's. A new I'm thing sure there's year. others. I just I need to stop being lazy and like do. My no, there research. isn't really. There's not any other anti thing. I've looked at it. Well, I'm not saying anti. I'm oh. saying that there's. I think there's other pride parades that are not a part of the major parade. Oh. I but don't know. Maybe. Let's look it up. I I thought I did and I didn't find anything. I'm going to look it up right now. You keep talking while I do this. Um, but yeah, those those people had anti-pride things, but also I don't know. I guess it is hard cuz like right. if you do have backing and if you have money to put on this like event yeah. to give some kind of like recognition to somebody or a group of people then yeah, go for it, you know. Yeah, for Go sure. Go fucking out. What was your first Pride experiences, y'all? <laughs> Mine was actually with Indisha. Really? <laughs> yeah. And fucking gay. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, I moved back into Houston um, after undergrad, so like mm-hmm. 2014. Um, and I was already out, but I didn't really have friends, but I knew Indisha was queer so mm-hmm. i hit up in disha and was like hey you going to Wait, pride? you knew who told you um you actually yelled it out from a roof one time and i got the yeah, um, boost like signal of it uh-huh <laughs> and i heard it so yeah yeah, yeah no yeah i was like i'm gay <laughs> <laughs> one, two, my school kind of friends come to pride with me yeah yeah i remember that that was me <laughs> exactly and i was like what what was that who okay <laughs> yes i have your number <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah that was that was fun is that the yeah we went i remember we went to katz's before the parade started yeah. we we're like watching it kind of from um the second story or we're eating food and then mm-hmm. we're like all right let's go down and then we went down and the parade it was great yeah that was fun it was a good time it was when it was still mm-hmm. in montrose oh okay mm-hmm. Off West yeah Tyler. it was wasn't it like the last time it was in Mo- no, no it I was think the I, second I think the time, one time after that was then that was the last time it was in montrose i miss pride in montrose i went to pride and it was downtown and i was not feeling it no like, no because first off i don't like being downtown in general uh, downtown Houston, actually downtown anywhere. I just don't, I just don't like it. And then it was like so big. And there are so many people. I got lost 
Um, I ended up having to like help someone um, <laughs> also from high school that I hadn't seen in a really long time. She like randomly had a concussion and she was by herself because that's how big pride was. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, cool. So I leave like the downtown area to drop her off at some bar. And then I was like, all right, well, I'm wearing this tank top and I have like a giant rainbow heart painting on my face. And now I feel like really, (laughs) really out of my element (laughs) because I'm just like downtown and like corporate pride at some random bars. I was like, all right, I'm going to go back. And um, she offered to like get someone to give me a ride. And I was like, no, I'd rather just walk back into the rainbow and not do this. And then by the time I walked back, I was already really tired. And I finally found the person that I came with, which was a miracle, honestly. And after that, I was like, you know what? I don't like this. This wasn't this wasn't fun for me. And then mm-hmm. I don't even think I was able to go to Pride. I didn't go to Pride the, the parade last year at all. Um, and I missed the queer wrestling event my friends threw. So that whole thing was like No, you were there. I, no, I wasn't. I, I didn't get a chance to go at all. I um, You went to the last one. I, yeah, the last one for Harvey, but not the first one at, um, oh. after Pride, like the the alternative like Pride queer wrestling thing. I was so yeah. ready for that. Like I wore a wrestling costume and I looked really <laughs> cute, but you know I never made it there. That is right. <laughs> I remember trying to like get you to come out to that, mm-hmm. and, you're and then like... you had to pick me up from my like location the next day, and I was so sad because like by the time I finally was like ready to be like, all right, I'm ditching this thing, I'm leaving. Everyone was texting me like, oh, it just got broken up. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What about you, B? But my uh... yeah. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> my first pride was when I was 22, so like four years ago, and that was sort of. Wow, you're so old. <laughs> anyway (laughs) um if y'all couldn't see but i just like had this face of like why are you on your bullshit mine (laughs) i'm on that shit today (laughs) um no so my first pride was about four years ago um and that was like the the time where i realized that that was queer like i went as a like questioning, like, am I a little gay or not? Right. And I went with my friend. I remember she was getting her tattoo and right after she got her tattoo. She like, saran wrap that shit and was like, let's go to Pride. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's go. Going ham. Yeah. Right. And it was on her arm too. So I remember that. And, um, and it was really cool. Um, I mean, the parade itself was like, all right. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was like, eh. But, being around that type of crowd, being yeah. around like people who are like out and open and like we're here and we're out queer. in public, like wow, why are you so yeah. loud? <laughs> yeah, you know why you gotta be so loud about it? Tone it down. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, but you know what I mean, like publicly out and yeah. being unapologetic about it, being like we're here and we're queer. It like sort of validated that for me. That's like I can live this free and this openly. And still be okay, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I remember when I walked out of the... Like, I was walking back um, with my friend to her car. I was like, yeah. So, I'm not straight. <laughs> I she, liked a lot of yeah. the things I saw. <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this made me realize that. And she's like, okay, well, rad. I was like, yay. Mm-hmm. So, that was when, like... Um, the first pride went to was when I realized I wasn't straight. Yeah. 
Nice. And so there's nothing really eventful about that other than, hey. Yo, okay. a realization. A realization. Mm -hmm. The more you know. The more you know into the <laughs> gif right here. The more you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, that's kind of why, like, I, even though I have my feelings about Pride a little bit, that's kind of like it holds some meaning to me because Pride yeah. was a, Pride helped me come out a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm, honestly, I'm tired of, like, trying to fight. I'm like, just go have fun. <laughs> yeah you're yeah. like yeah at the end of the day yeah there's things that can be definitely fixed about it but at the same time like it's it's kind of indescribable when you're there and you're in it and you see so many happy people yeah like i'd rather it's, it's, it exists than not you know what i mean like they're like same apparently there are new people who are running pride this year now so yeah. i don't know how different it's gonna look this um, is not a bunch of uh, cis white dudes. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so, right? Will it still be downtown? Yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, still downtown, to my knowledge. <clears throat> um, but, you know, going off of that, like, I'd rather it exist than not. Yeah. And I think that, obviously, that there can be things done and change. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at least we have it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And like I said, pride is what helped me come out yeah. to begin with. And at least we don't have to pay for that shit. Oh my god, yeah. Wait, LA. Oh my god. You have to pay? Yeah, you have to pay to go to pride in LA. Shut up, really? Yes. Yes. It's like $35. You have to pay to be gay? I'm sorry, that's homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, honestly, if someone tried to charge me to go into pride, I would just be like, I'm not going inside and then just get a boombox and just have pride outside for free. Yeah. Like, outside the pay thing. Like, I can totally see that happening. Like, people be like, we're not paying for this. We're just going to party right here. We're already, like, in rainbow clothes. Let's just do it right Like, now. how dare you make me pay to go to this event? That's yeah. homophobic. It's June. It's pride month. Why are you Wait, charging <laughs> Where were you where you had to pay my? What? No, I'm just where saying. No, no, no. I looked it up. My said that it was in LA that they looked it up and that you have to pay to get in. Oh, no. Yeah. How do they even do that? Are you serious? Yeah, because like, so Kalan Kalani was like performing at Pride and I was like, oh, that's cool. They they, they got her to, to perform. Uh, that's why they charge. And then I like looked it up and it was like $35. That's bullshit. What are you, are you, um, I'm looking up right now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm oh, sure. I believe you. I just, I have to see it from my own okay. eyes, kind of thing. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not surprised. You could have just LA. put like a little like, tip jar on the end of the stage and then, you know, cash out that way. But if you want to pay people to go to Pride, then that's cool too, I guess. I don't know. I'm going to say that's homophobic. <laughs> I'm, I'm screaming homophobia <laughs> on that one. <laughs> You're homophobic. You're homophobic. How dare you? Let's see. Let's see. Wait, are you I sure? Feel... Because there's this one on June 10th um, that says free event. Uh, is Kalani playing at that no. one? All right. <laughs> this one is in L.A. This one's like the 2018 L.A. Pride Parade. This one's like North Hollywood or something. This one Pride. is. Oh, this is in West Hollywood. Okay, hold on. I got to look it up some more. <laughs> All right. L.A. Let's have LA. two okay. different Prides. To be honest, like, I like... Kalani like aesthetically and I like some of her songs but I don't know how I feel about her like as an actual artist like, oh no totally I, I'm, I'm gonna need y'all to stop disrespecting my 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 lord and savior life I'm just I'm, kidding I'm that's actually objectifying <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm sorry okay, my bad no. anyway <laughs> no no Speaking I'm, I'm kidding Carly Rae Jepsen's actually my lord and savior Kalani 
And whether I do or don't like her, she's cute. I can give her that. Yeah. She's really cute. I like her little paper plane uh, face tattoo. That's that's a very nice touch. Um, <laughs> how <laughs> how would you say is the best way to be a good ally while you're at Pride? Like, if you are going to Pride as well, an ally to support people, what are some of your do's and don'ts? Yeah, I was about to say, can we make this, like, also, like, sort of just good etiquettes in general? <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. like, how to behave. <laughs> Like, don't be super wasted at Pride and um, respect people's space, you know? Like, if it's not your partner or whatever, don't go all handsy on people. Also, for the love of God, don't fucking assume that people look straight at Pride. That's so fucking biphobic. Yeah. Or that everyone wants to fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Like, I have a bone to pick with people who are like, oh, my God, why are y'all at Pride? Like, they look like they're a heterosexual couple. I'm like, uh, no. Um, one of them could be bi. Both of them could be mm-hmm. bi. I mean, they could be sexually fluid. Could I mean, one, one could be trans and, you know, you just don't know. So, yeah. don't be. That's just transphobic and biphobic. And I'm not here for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, to interrupt you, apparently there's. Straight. Sorry, y'all, I, I I found it real quick. What? So apparently mm-hmm. on LA Pride, there's a, a link where it says tickets will be on sale soon. So I think you do have to buy tickets. Yo, see? Whatever. Anyway, continue. Yes. Back not to, cool, not cute. Back to this. Um, yeah, so please don't um, fucking do that. Yeah, don't assume every other people's sexuality. Um, don't touch people without their consent first. Like, I can't count how many times I've been, like, touched inappropriately or, like, kissed by, like, cis white gays that think it's okay to put their hands on me because we're both, like, at Pride. Like, you cannot. Um, also, something that I've noticed, um, which I'm going to tread lightly with because I am, like, a little bit kinky, but I feel like when it comes to, like, certain kinks, Mm. like, I don't think that Pride should be the place where you have your scene. Um, because it kind of deflects the message of pride. And yeah, mm. you can be proud to, proud to be kinky, but being kinky doesn't necessarily make you queer. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, like you, um, like, unless, kink doesn't make you queer. Yeah, like I feel like unless it's like an actual space where they're like, yeah, this is the space where all the kinky, hunky like bears go, and that's fine. They're still, they're still participating in pride because they're like, you know, gay. But if you're like, in a like completely cis hetero like hetero couple like no one in the thing is queer at all and you go to pride and you're like no everyone's like half naked i'm gonna do this thing and i'm gonna have my girlfriend on a leash and we're gonna walk around and say that we're a part of this because we're being queer don't do that don't don't do that yeah unless you want to give me money for being in your scene because i did not sign up for that yeah it's like Oh, let me sexualize this community real quick. And mm-hmm. thing is, is like we're already that people already see that, you know. Yeah, that, and, that we're sexual deviants. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah, we don't exactly. need to add on top of that. What? No, I was like, no, exactly. Like I feel like yeah, there's a, the one of the negative stereotypes about being like gay or queer at all is that it is like a hyper hypersexual environment. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Like be the sexual beings that you are, but there's a difference between <laughs> mm-hmm. putting Fuck. like kinky in that if you're not like actually in the community and bringing that and being like I'm going to make this pride event a part of our scene 
yeah. so that we can do it for shock factors and then go home and not be a part of the pride thing, just be a part of the kinky thing. And the fact that everyone saw me walking my girlfriend on a leash makes us like super kinky. Like it's weird. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And then that's also not to say that like, you know, straight people can't like go to pride, but you know, go if someone is inviting you to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah like we want you to celebrate with us, but like, this isn't about you. Like, right. Yeah. Like, no, straight people are totally allowed, but, uh, yeah, but don't make it about you. Don't take up space and don't take up space by putting people in your kinky scene. That's yeah. All I'm saying. And also like, you know, uh, like, when I mean straight, sorry, let me clarify. I mean cishet people. Because mm-hmm. you know that there can be trans people who are straight too. You know what I mean? So when... Right. So I, I should have clarified. Cishet people is what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like, because my friend, I was talking to him yesterday, the one that came over. I was like, are you going to prize? Like, no, because I don't feel like it's for me. And I was like, I mean, that's fair. That's a fair, like, you know, feeling to have. And your feelings are real. But... You know, a bunch of your friends are queer, and if they ask you to come with them, like, you're totally allowed to do that. You know what I mean? Just, you know, mm-hmm. just just remember that pride isn't about you, and you already know that, so I think you're fine, you know? Yeah, just just don't take up space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, don't be a dick. You know? Uh-huh. It's as simple as that. Right? Like, don't be like that. And, um... Also, I have an issue with people who are only here for queer people during June. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> my over there <laughs> only this month <laughs> only this month you're a uh, scene you're uh, no longer invisible this <laughs> no Perhaps, but I mean like, like but but it's true though like if, if you're going to be so down for the LGBTQ cause you've got to do it like all other 11 months of the year it cannot just be during June you know yeah. what I mean like I mean, it's really like hard pride, when like you start pride going month. like visible, like on the 29th and your your like whole bodily form just starts to fade out until you're like a ghost and no one can see you anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like pride, no. like Pride Month was created to commemorate the Stonewall riots, right? And so obviously, like that's why we have a whole month because we're like, yay, cool, like you know, which I think another reason. Another, that's another thing that people I feel like forget about too that why we have Pride Month to begin with but anyway um what actually what's uh, what's Pride Month um <laughs> uh, refresh oh, my memory oh honey <laughs> but but you know what I mean right like I just see more allyship and more down for the cause just in the month of June I'm just like I see you yeah, like, like I see what you're doing yeah. here. I'm not here for your showboat ally allyship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm tired. Honestly, this year has got me. I'm like exhausted. Me already. too. Like, it's only June. I'm I exhausted. know, and I was like, I'm super exhausted of just like what's happening, and we're halfway into the year, and we're like, I'm tired. Yeah, like I was literally I having that thought like from- downstairs in the basement. I was like, damn, this again. Like it's only. Only halfway there. Yeah, it's it's exhausting. Like I I would love if people just paid me money for existing instead of me like yeah. having to talk all the it's time. It's Pride That'd Month. Pay great. me for existing. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So mm-hmm. before we close out this episode, I wanted to talk about an email that we got from one of our fans. Yeah. We have an email from Meredith, if you don't mind that I just read over it real quick. Mm-hmm. So to give context before I read this email, she wanted us to talk about how the Woodlands is having their first Pride ever this year. Mm-hmm. And for people who are not familiar with the Houston area, the Woodlands is a suburb north of Houston that's extremely wealthy and extremely white. Yes. And to my knowledge, it hasn't changed that much because one of my really good friends uh, still lives up there and she's like, yeah, it hasn't changed since I've been living here my whole life. And she and she's about my age. Yeah, they don't want to be considered a part of Houston. I mean, yeah, right. They're not. And we're not going to accept them. But oh. <laughs> yeah, that's why I like that. Like they have a city called the Woodlands. Yeah. But sometimes it's just easier for me to explain a suburb also like outside of mm-hmm. Houston, you know. Um, OK, so here is the email. Yeah. Um, hi, Veer Queer team. I saw your latest blog posts and your latest podcast, so you're looking for questions and topics from listeners. One that's been on my mind, and I know B and I talked about this on my Facebook, which is true, we did, is that there will be a pride parade in the Woodlands this year, the town's first. The Woodlands is historically an outpost of hate, both overt and passive aggressive. It's like objectivism and step for teamed up for the competitive Christianity circuit. <laughs> <laughs> Woodlands kids murder Paul Broussard in an anti-gay hate crime back in the 90s, and yet it never gets discussed. Yeah. And yet now, both public high schools have LGBTQIA clubs explicitly welcoming of all sexualities and genders. Apparently, that has changed when I last checked, and they were explicitly banned. But there doesn't seem to be any overarching cultural self-reflection underneath any of these moves, much less apologies for the lives ruined and lives taken, which makes this whole thing seem suspect. What are your thoughts on this? And what can be done to reverse the hate in a place like the woodlands that doesn't leave anyone behind? Baby steps, in, in quotation, baby steps, accepting rich white gays before anyone else can't work because when people's lives and livelihoods are on the line, they're inadequate at best. And dangerous at worst. Plus, we know we can't trust the more privileged members of the LGBTQIA community to ever advocate for or support anyone but each other. Thanks. Mm-hmm. So damn. damn. Um. So <clears throat> much to like. I mean, uh, honestly, I feel like they said it all. Like, yeah, yeah. Pride in the Woodlands for whom? Are they gonna invite? You know all of the other people in the community that's like adjacent to the woodlands that don't live in a three Mm -hmm. times my house brick story house to also participate is it just gonna be like everyone wearing like i don't know j crew rainbow symbol like how's this (laughs) happening what are they doing you mean (laughs) anthropology whatever i don't don't know so that i don't know because i actually did try to look this up about the woodlands having its first pride and all i found was an article that saints having its first pride and that they were trying to make an official statement along the lines of like yeah like we start to see like you know more diverse people coming in and we just want to like i i guess what they were trying to say (laughs) was like they're like there's like like there's all kinds of people that live in the woodlands so they want to like have this like parade. The gays are getting stronger, oh, and they can I, also afford I hate to the word diversity in their home. <laughs> I so know. Let's acknowledge them. I, I am seriously <laughs> like loose quoting that. Like I'd have to pull it up to give you the official statement. But 
I mean, it's cool if they're trying to do it for the, the little diver. Actually, no, it's not cool if they're trying to do it for their, their diversity points. I don't understand the point. All right, you know, um, I'm going to look up because I... I feel like it would be so much more effective if, like, the Woodlands, like, donated to an, um, an LGBT plus, uh thing that was like pulled into the community so it would come out to about a couple million bucks that would be a lot more helpful than throwing a parade i feel like the parade will probably be like either really really small or just like overworn by like um allies being like oh wow boy howdy mm -hmm. what's this you know and just like completely just not doing the thing i don't know i don't know okay so i'm reading a a article from the Houston Chronicle. It said that it was conceived by CEO Jason Rocha. Um, he said, reached out to community activists and formed a committee, formed a committee to organize the event. And his official statement or quote in the articles is, we are working very closely with the township. We want to do everything correctly the first time, Rocha said. We invite people from everywhere, in quotation, to attend and to know we that and to know we are accepted here. We want to be an example for all suburbs that are predominantly conservative to know that LGBTQIA is accepted here. Hey, at least they recognize that they're conservative. <laughs> God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's it's so to answer like Meredith's question, like what are my thoughts on this? I I don't know what to think of it, right? Like right. I, I would really have to see first like what that parade would look like because you know it's like Andisha said, like are they gonna try and invite other smaller, you know, committees mm -hmm. and organizations that are like not like the Woodlands specific? Mm -hmm. Like you know, I know Springs not that far away from the Woodlands, so are they gonna invite other like? smaller suburbs to participate or are they only going to have like you know like the j crew kids or like <laughs> like like you know what i mean like i i really would have to see how this looks like first right right i would like to think it's a good thing but you know we'll see yeah right well i already have a biased opinion on the woodlands so oh no me too i think it's that. rich and conservative and do they really right. give a fuck about this right um yeah but also like i'm not a gatekeeper I mean, yeah, <clears throat> but also at the same time, we are allowed to to question. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Other like, and, like what their antics are. Right. Like for me, it's like this seems like in theory a good thing, but I'm still gonna be suspect about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, right. Um, and so her second question was, what can be done to reverse the hate in a place like the Woodlands that doesn't leave anyone behind? Right. So first we with them already having the idea of wanting to start a pride. Yeah. We know that they're, they're in the right place. Yeah. That's not coming from hate. Hopefully, you know, hopefully. or hopefully. Right. So, you know, we're, we wouldn't say that at this point. You yeah. Know? Like, it's like, all right, these people obviously have some kind of empathy mm -hmm. and they want to recognize show recognition to these people yeah um, group, of pe group of people yeah like i think that they're coming from a place where they're trying to reverse mm -hmm. that hate possibly but then, mm -hmm. then again i don't live there right mm -hmm. i don't know what it's like to live there and you know i already have my own biased opinions about it so um but to answer meredith's question how what can be done to reverse the hate in a place like the woodlands i think that something like this is the first step right exactly and then mm -hmm. uh, and then what comes after is like it's kind of like we'll see, 
right? Because mm-hmm. yeah, we have to. We don't know what they're gonna give. We don't know yeah. what they're gonna put out. But I'm welcome to to check to it out to see what's yeah. up. You know, like yeah, yeah. like yeah. yeah, like I'm down to see what happens. Like okay, like right. are they gonna do it right? Right. Like I don't want to stifle them from doing it. Yeah. Right, yeah, like, it's cool that they want to do it and everything. I'm just a little bit uh, skeptical of it. Yeah, I feel like I it, think that's, I don't know, like, the general consensus I don't know if they're actually going to be, like, have, I don't know if, like, people that are actually part of the community are going to feel, like, welcome enough to do it, or if it'll just be, like, a bunch of, like, cishet people being like, yes, we made this for you. Come celebrate with us while mm-hmm. we, like, walk at the fact that everyone's gay. Like, I don't know. It just sounds weird. Um, as far right. as Meredith's second question, I feel like to get the woodlands to be a little bit more uh less hate like i don't know hatred whatever conservative all that other stuff i feel like they probably should um invite people from outside the woodlands to hang out like throw a block party yeah get married if throw a block party <laughs> right it's it's like they can't only be here for the for the lgbtqia community um during just june like yeah. i just mentioned mm-hmm. right um so Again, like, this is their first time trying to do something like this, and I really hope that they can take what worked and what didn't work and learn from it and try just grow from there. Mm-hmm. Because, like, because, um, you know, like this article I just read, they acknowledge that they are conservative. And right. I think that there are people there who are trying to sort of break that mold. Mm-hmm. And because I like to believe that people can change and that we can progress, I, I have to believe that, like, they're going to do something and we just have to see what happens. Mm-hmm. And then we can be like, wait. <laughs> Hold up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Is it unfair that I don't like them already? No. Yeah. It's totally valid. Uh, yeah. I don't either. So it's cool. I, don't think I hate I'm that. I'm trying the- not to be so spicy about it. I mean, yeah, I know. No, trying, I mean, I, I'm not trying to be spicy about it either. <laughs> like, like, let's take away the fact that it's just like, it, I mean, it's just, I go there and I feel out of place. <laughs> Yeah, you probably only uh, go there for the Cynthia Wood Pavilion. That's the only time I go to the And that venue sucks. I hate that venue. <laughs> Me too. I hate that venue. And it's also an out, all outdoor one. I'm just like, it's fucking 100 degrees in Texas, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 100 degrees in Houston every single goddamn day. Like, why was this a good idea? <laughs> Explain that to me. Tell me, tell me right now. Yeah. At least you guys get summer. Like, uh, Oregon really did pull a switcheroo. Like, we had sun <laughs> out for like about a week or two weeks straight. Now it's raining again. Like, nice. I'm like oh, we're back nice. on that rain shit, huh? <laughs> All right. Well, thank y'all for listening to us this season. Um, yeah. We can't wait to see you again. And for season three, I think we mentioned season three is going to come back in September. Yeah. Yeah, like September. Just keep an eye out on our yeah. on our pages or wherever you follow us at. Yeah, keep up with us. We might be doing something in the works during the summer. No, yeah, we totally will be. Yeah. Um keep an eye out. We're gonna we're just we're gonna have a, a thing for our viewers, um, like a workshop or something. Yeah. So um, keep an eye out. We wanna give that. back to y'all. Uh, yeah, because yeah, we literally could not make this project continue on without y'all. So thank you so much for all your support yeah. and for the messages and telling us how much this podcast means to you. Like, thank you. Mm-hmm. I didn't think anyone gave a shit about what I had to say. Yeah, same. And here we are, right? Speaking into mics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing ASMR. Well, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I... I'm going to go ahead and sign off, but you know what, y'all, if you haven't, please follow us on Queer Podcast on our Facebook. 
follow us on Twitter, which is Veer underscore Queer HTX. If you have any other things you want to tell us, if you want to talk to us about, you know, so a situation you're having, your feelings about specific episodes, or give us feedback, uh, email us at veerqueerhtx at gmail.com. And don't forget to, to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you stream your podcasts. Yeah. And with that, I am B. And I am Kalani's chair. And I'm Andy. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.